Hello, and welcome back to Astrological Intentions. Hi, Alex. This is episode 26, recorded January 22nd, 2019. I am your host, Alex Reavy, along with my cosmically curious mother, Sandy Reavy. Hi, welcome back. We're kind of getting into a groove. I We're hope you are too. We're finally back in our groove, <laughs> and we like it. So in the transits, we have coming up Mercury square Uranus. Increased tempo. Ta, 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 ta. Mercury in Aquarius. Genius ideas. Mars trying Jupiter. Firing this bad boy up. Some finished talisman times and some upcoming ones. Yep. I did four completed and three coming up on Friday. Big day. On the horizon, we have January 26th is a free Facebook Live event as well as an in-person. We have webinars coming up, new Constellation Bracelet workshops, and our Bali retreat. Then finally, our house, (laughs) Sandy and Alex, here we are journeying back from Mexico. We're going to stop, search, stop again, and then hit a locked door. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. Stay tuned. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. Hi, Alex. Hello, and <laughs> welcome back. We are back in the studio, and it feels good to be back in our routine. Yeah. We're kind of on a roll now. <laughs> Today actually was my very first day being 100% into readings and constellation workshops. So right. First day back of the year. Yes. Uh, January 22nd, 2019. It's a good year. And so speaking of readings, I have a small, short little testimony um, from Michelle who sent it in um, about your reading. Oh, let me hear it. I might have done her reading today. (laughs) It was truly amazing to hear from Sandy on how the stars were aligning to support the major career move I was choosing to make. It was as if it was written in the sky that the journey and path were meant to be. Sandy had a unique way of understanding me as an individual and then how the astrological information was impacting my world. I will continue to do readings with Sandy to see Mm. what is ahead and to gain a greater understanding of my place in the universe. Yay. Thank you, Michelle. You really (laughs) have used this last three years worth of astrological advice uh, to make moves and she's opening her own wellness center. More information on that. We're going to be doing a grand opening. So um, we have coming up in the transits, Mercury square Uranus. Tell me a little bit about Mercury square Uranus. Well, increased tempo. Things are moving fast. It's about excitement, sudden change, right? Mercury's in the sign of Capricorn and it's square the Uranus in Aries. And so, you know, info's coming in too fast. It's a square, so there's a little bit of a conflict. Uh, You can't get enough. Um, You can't stay focused. Uh, This is changing and then this changes or constant uh, problems or solutions or uh, thinking going on at all time. So it's really important not to make an important decision right now. Mm. You may not have all the facts, number one, but number two, you really have so much going on that it could be a a sudden rash uh, decision that you'll regret later because uh, you're going to change your mind. Uh, The the, the square to Uranus gives you like, you know, like changes, constant moving. 
you know, spontaneous. So wait a few days until that settles and then you can pick up um, those important pieces that you might be missing. So yeah, increased yeah. tempo and being split into multiple directions. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a lightning, like a sparkler, you know, on July 4th because it is, it has the light and it's, <laughs> pew, 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 yeah, pew, it's pew, that pew. like, you know, Uranus represents, you know, lightning bolts. Right. And with Mercury, Mercury ruling like short trips and short travel, Mm -hmm. you know, those little shoots off those sparklers aren't going too far. Right. (laughs) But it's just kind of like that wasted energy. Yeah. Well, and and they may change, right? Right. Um, So constant um, re-evaluating, you know, as our good friend Sherry may say, monitor and adjust. Yes. (laughs) Monitor and adjust. (laughs) Um, yeah, well, that's on Wednesday, the 23rd, but the next day, this this Mercury goes into the sign of Aquarius, which is ruled by Uranus. So this is about Wednesday, midnight, Thursday, 1 a.m. Um, and so I titled this Genius Ideas because when the planet Mercury, which is our thinking, our ideas, our what we study, what we read, what we write, how we present, it's anything that's... Um, perceiving ideas and expressing them, mm-hmm. right? And moves into the sign of Uranus, which is a air fixed, that this thinking, these processes that are going on in the intellect, in the brain, have this new electric sparkler we mentioned, mm-hmm. um, uh, where many things are going on. There, it, it's, there's, there's, a, there's a boost in your thinking, Well, that's kind of interesting because before you even got to the Mercury and Aquarius, I was thinking, you know, that sparkler. Yeah. It's also, it reminds me of like the stick of a dynamite where Uh it's like kind of just bursting (laughs) and like lots and that, that um, kind of wick is Mm -hmm. moving down, moving down at a very rapid speed. And here we go. This is the bomb. This is the Mercury and Aquarius just kind of like boom, the idea hits. Right. Well, because you're right. That's a great analogy uh, because that Uranus says, be different, be unique, uh, have more, speak more freely, have, have the sense of unique freedom. Um, and when a planet moves into that, which the sun did not too long ago, actually, the sun moved into Aquarius um, on the 20th. Yeah, duh. Um, January 20th, which was just a few days ago. So the the so Mercury is really close to the sun mm-hmm. right now, but they're both in Aquarius. So you know, new thoughts, um, new new processes, inventive, maybe progressive. You know, listening to NPR and and some of the things that you wouldn't see. You're coming in from a different angle, so to speak, at, at things. Yeah, your conversations, radio, your radio frequency. You know, your your podcast frequency gets mm-hmm. turned up and you get to hear more um, information that may have, you've maybe have passed over before. So you're thinking out of the box, if that's still a term. It used to be like a, a huge term back in my day. <laughs> and now it's like out of the box, please. Can you say something else? <laughs> be out of the box with the out of the box thing. Yeah. Next to the turn up. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, next to the turn up. Okay. Yeah. Out of the box, next to the turn up. That's the... Is that the new way? Did just you just made, made that, that up? up. Okay, Genius gonna, ideas. Oh my gosh. They're just flowing. Okay. So <laughs> next to the turn up. I'm writing that down. That will be our title of this. 
Okay. So Mars trying Jupiter. Tell me a little bit about that. Wow, this is a big one. This is on Friday, the 25th. This comes in just before noon on uh, Central Time. Well, this is such a big deal for me. I called it firing up. It literally is. Picture this. Mars. You know, Mars is the the athlete, the energy. It's the engine. It's the physical power, right? That is... He's in his own sign of Aries. This is where he's happiest. He feels, it's like his gym. He's at the gym. He's, mm-hmm. he's you know, flexing his muscles. He's doing things the way he wants to do it. And then he's trying the nice, easy, breezy energy of 120 degrees that Barbara Shermer would say falls into your lap mm-hmm. is trying Jupiter, which Jupiter expands anything it touches when it's in a really nice angle like this is gifting Mars more Mars energy in Aries. And Jupiter's in his own sign of Sag. Yeah. So these two players are balancing one another. So this is incredibly strong. So, you know... What day is this? This sounds exciting. This is Friday the 25th. I'm doing three talismans on this day using the different rising signs so that these guys become Mars and Jupiter become the ruler of the chart. But let's talk about what that energy is. And, and I even went backwards. Um, I was just very curious when the last time or how many times this has happened because Mars is a two-year cycle mm-hmm. and Jupiter is a 12-year cycle. Correct. So for Mars to go around and to be in a, either a earth-to-earth right? Fire to fire, water to water, while Jupiter was in that other sign may not have caught. So I went back and looked from the time I was born, 1956, there's only been four times. So this is the fifth time in 60 something years. In case you can't do the math. Wow. um, (laughs) That these two have been firing up in their own signs where they're the most powerful. So, you know, plan ahead. This is a newfound energy. Okay, I'm just mentioning it on Tuesday. If you listen to this on Wednesday, then you've got two days to power up, make the plan. And if you have a plan that's kind of been in either on the back burner or you're just kind of now, you know, slow motioning to get it going, right? Yep. Fire that up now. Fire that up. That Um, sounds exciting. Yeah, it's a fresh new push. It's like just like really like Mars is being is living in the gym and it just got all these new muscles and it's ready now to push. That energy that this dynamite <laughs> bomb has. So exciting. Right, well, that's a really good, you know, way to put that whole week into order. Can you start doing this from now on? I like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. It's a dynamite week. <laughs> um you know, it also almost feels like you can do, you know, double, triple, quadruple the work that you normally can. Um, you know, I can, should I hold this to our house? I just want to kind of comment on that. Like I knew that this date, January 22nd, because, you know, with, with dad dying and retreat happening, that so many things got kind of postponed mm-hmm. till, and today was the first day that I could see that I would have time. Well, I got loaded. It's like a loaded potato. <laughs> And I started way early this morning, and of course we're we're filming this to, or recording this tonight. 
that I didn't know if I would have the energy for it. Remember, right. it was kind of one of my fears. But mm-hmm. knowing that this Mars trying Jupiter is on the precipice, it's just within reach that I went ahead and con- was able to conclude such a such a busy day and still have energy at the end of the night. And here we go. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, you know, you can do more than you usually can. Now, I don't know if I'm advising you to put a a lot on the scale and that I can have you uh, guarantee that you'll finish all that work mm-hmm. if you've just, you know, uploaded so many, so many new projects. Um, we don't want you to wear out, right? You'll have that energy, but we want you to have that, we want, we want you to rest and then go at it the next day, rest, because there does have to be time for, you know, entertainment and, and rest. Relaxation. And, yeah. yeah. And nurturing. So um, it doesn't mean that once you stop, you're not going to have it should you slow down. Um, it's good for advancing your own motives, your own visions. It's great for businesses because it makes, um, decision-making, um, stable, valid. And very active. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of determination. Yeah. You can make these, you can make these decisions without knowing the results at the end. It's just kind of like, I know I'll get there. I don't have to know what my my tangible, you know, return of my yeah. investment, you know, mm-hmm. my ROI, I don't need to know it right now. I just know that I'll get it. I just know that I'm going to like it when I get there, right? Start your engines. Fire it up, fire it <laughs> up. Yeah, so um, not as many as many aspects as we had last week. We were so loaded last week with so many aspects that, Today, this week is, you know, I only have three big days, but that one day, that 25th is huge. Right. Huge. Exciting. Um, yeah. And you know what I did mention, I don't know if anybody was able to watch the eclipse that happened on um, Monday, Sunday, Monday, um, it was about 11, 15 PM here in Chicago. Um it was the lunar eclipse. It was the blood supermoon. Um, but it it was the last the last of the series where the Leo Aquarius angle was getting hit on all these either um, solar eclipses or okay. lunar eclipses. It right. was the angle. It was it was that. That um, axis is really what I'm trying to say. Um, That happened over an 18-month period. And so this was the conclusion of it. Mm. So this feeling of being able to stand up on your own with confidence, courage, uh, bravery, um, anything to do with Leo, being that leader, that, you know, you have that using your Aquarian information of being different. You know, for me, I know that would be astrology. So, you know, for this ending of this eclipse, um, and we're on to a new a new eclipse season. And we'll talk about that maybe next time we have one of the eclipses. Um, but it's locking that in. Right. Locking that in. And I remember yeah. during our 
Great American Eclipse event. We had the printouts for everyone talking about where all of these series of the eclipses were going to be in their personal charts Mm -hmm. and um, the dates and, you know, things like that. And that's just really interesting now that we're on the other side of it. Right. And see what is what has occurred for anyone. I mean, Alex, what's occurred what occurred for you? I don't know if this is a rhetorical since I hadn't asked you. Um, wasn't the plan. Um but to to understand this uptick of where I've been and how and how I've come and who I am now. Mm-hmm. Is there more of a self-confidence about what you do? You know, um, I would say, I would say in, uh, self-knowledge. Yeah. Which I think in turn yeah, adds more self-confidence because mm-hmm. it's just, you know, solidifying what I know about my, about myself or, you know, ways that I like to work, the ways I don't like to work, <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, very interesting. Yeah. So, you know on to something new, but I just wanted to mention that because, you know, it was the talk of the town, talk of the country. Um, the super blood wolf moon. Yeah. The The other thing I wanted to talk about that also happened on Sunday, uh, January 13th, is a really big deal. And, and um, we were out, we were out, we didn't record for that week. So right. it wouldn't be on any recording that I would talk about the Jupiter square Neptune. Um, and this is a, a aspect that started, you know, the 13th, but we'll feel this most of this year. Um, it'll be the end of September. And we'll, we'll feel this mainly because it they're both slow moving planets. Well, Jupiter's going to retrograde. Okay. Neptune's really slow. Um, but Jupiter's going to hit this at the first time, station for retrograde, come back and hit it again, station for direct, and come back and hit it for the third time. And that all happens through between now and September. And I was, I've been getting phone calls and inquiries um, mm-hmm. for from some of my clients that are just going, what is going on right now? <laughs> uh, what is this? And, you know, I feel it too, but I'm thinking it was more or less, you know, my dad's passing and, you know, trying to either mourn or grasp that new information that I have to permanently grasp. And so this, this but, but, but when I was really ans- answering some people's question on what is going on in the world and I'm like, oh my God, it's the, it's the Jupiter square Neptune. So Jupiter expands anything it touches. Right. In a square, it's going to overgive, right? It's going to, um, push more on and it's Neptune. Neptune is the planet of, I mean, let's take the, the, the whole polarity, you know, escapism, mm-hmm. which is uh, really it's escapism. And from there we either, you know, do drugs or alcohol or sleep or go into a um, passive, you know, lifestyle. Versus escapism, going into dreamland and visions and what ifs into the fantasy world, right? And to actually picture, to see like a moving picture in your head that has this wonderful outcome. Those, that's what's really happening. 
And so you had the choice of that. So sometimes it it's sounds like, like a better time to self-reflect rather than self-escape. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're going to waffle back and forth. Ah. That's the, that's the thing <laughs> because it's this going Jupiter's to Jupiter's retrograding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're, well, and, and because it's giving a lot and making us feel like, um, like, like over visioning, like, like meditation, like we're doing too much meditation because uh, Jupiter is giving us more of it that we're not paying attention to reality. And that's the problem here. That's the main problem where we're guide, we're being guided through our visions and intuition and, and intention. Um, but the real world exists as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause we got bills to pay, you know, appointments to make, rest to get we have to watch time for bed you know watch time for morning get up so we have responsibilities that we have to do and in this in this feeling is nothing about responsibility it's about where do we go to escape right so you know it's it's real the real world um doesn't want to get involved in your visions nor do your visions want to get involved in your real world that's the square do we kind of feel that um, but it will help us be compassionate for others when someone asks you to help them with something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a feeling of overgiving, you know, overdoing um, for others' needs because it's Neptune. It's compassion. And what are the dates for that? Well, I'll say it again, but it was, it started January 13th about nine days ago and lasts all the way till the end of September. So just know that it's here. Yes, we'll ha- yes we'll pay bills. Yes, we'll get to work. Um, but when this energy was coming in, and I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like going back to all the responsibilities. Oh, it's because I'm in mourning. Don't be so hard on myself. You know all that. It's right. Oh my gosh, I have a combination of this. So for me, being incredibly sensitive and intuitive, it's more this. That's activating it. That's that's grabbing this now because I had this this um, vision today before I got out of bed that yeah I miss my dad and yeah this daddy's girl's going to be like right like let me do that right that I I got the message that my dad can help me more from where he is now than from here on the mundane world of him being in his perch and, you know, that he can help me more here. And so I I got this drop in this morning and I've actually mentioned it to a few people today that um, that's also how I can touch my dad, you know, is this Jupiter square Neptune. I can go there in a vision. Beautiful. Yeah. So um, I like just wanted that. to say that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Because it's the, the, the whole fact of this is reality versus your turning your dreams into reality. That's, right. that's the this or that. That's the versus. So, you know, but you need to do a little bit of both. Right. You need to do a little bit of both. So don't be afraid to ask yourself what do you really want in this dream? What do you really want in this vision? You know, and then you talk to yourself in the mirror and go, 
Now let's go get it. Let's get, make it in. Let's fire it up. Reality behind that. <laughs> let's fire it up. All right. Well, All right. Okay. And so next, let's talk about some talisman times. The ones that you finished last week. I was in Cincinnati. I was visiting my mother. Um, and so I did several of them. This was on Friday. Um, I was going after the Mars trying Venus. It's waning now. It's still in operation, but it's really, it's uh, separating. But the intention of this one was to expand and express sexual desires. The, the affirmation, I derive complete satisfaction and gratification in my sexual relationship. My partner feels the same way. We are balanced. That's the steamy one we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this one? A little bit later at one o'clock on Friday, January 18th, still we have Taurus rising. And so this made Venus the ruler of the chart trine. Mars. So it's a little bit more of a Venusian quality to be charming with the, with the opposite sex. The affirmation, I am genuinely friendly and agreeable in the presence of a possible mate. I am concerned that their requirements are met in this as well as mine. So that's a little bit more, um, you know, right. feminine, a little bit more maybe Venus. Maybe more wholesome. <laughs> Right? It depends who's talking. Right. Um, and then a little bit later that day, Friday, January 18th, um, now I'm going after the Mercury conjunct Pluto. And the rising was Gemini, the moon was in Gemini, so the moon was just coming up over the horizon. And this is to speak with persuasive force. Right. Right? That's Pluto yeah, is like power, Mercury is communication, the affirmation. I take full responsibility for my words. I probe into the truth and discover what others cannot see. Yeah. Yeah. So this is I um, love that intense. one. Yeah. Um, got back on Monday. I did this in uh, talisman January 21st with this Venus conjunct Jupiter, which started, um, was exact exact early, early this morning, but I grabbed this energy as it was applying to, to go beyond the physical act of sex to transform and change. Hmm. The affirmation, I relate to my partner with an intensity and greater bond in order to evolve on a deeper level. So yeah, this is steamy, but it's, it, it goes to the very bottom. It goes to the root of the steam. Right. And it, does it have those Pluto aspects at all? Because that seems very well Plutonian the, as well. Good, no no planets that I was going going for had Pluto. I'm just I'm doing the the Venus conjunct Jupiter. It was in the eighth house. Ah. So when these conjoined in the eighth house at this moment when we had a Taurus rising, I had to use the Scorpio ruler of the eighth, Pluto mm-hmm. ruler of the eighth. I had to. Um, turn that talisman in my writing and drop that in um, because that was the energy. Beautiful. Yeah. So you want to hear what's going on yes, on what's Friday? Coming up. All kinds of things. I'm going to try and get um, Friday, January 25th around 4 a.m. to easily flow with great energy. My confidence is tangible and my integrity is strong. I achieve my goals in accordance with them. 
Who are, oh, who are cool. they? <laughs> I know. It's called confidence and integrity. They're, they're hanging together on this day. Awesome. Um, by 8.30 that morning, Friday 25th, to make something of myself. Because now we have uh, Pisces rising and Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces. Uh, my desire to succeed, what I have created, gives me more freedom to engage in new experiences. Right. Yeah. And like and so one. the exploration would also come through Jupiter in that instance, but also the the Mars of, you know, going out and grabbing and Well, interesting conquering. if you could see this upside down because you're right. In this particular chart, Jupiter's in the ninth house. What do we know about Jupiter? Jupiter rules the ninth house. Correct. Yeah. Mars in this case is in the first house. Rules there too. Mars rules the first house. So there is something about um, a personal drive that is achieving something um, large, exploration, like you said, explorative. Yeah. All right. Ooh. And then a little bit later, an hour later at 9.33, Friday, January 25th, uh, we now have Aries rising and Mars is coming up over the horizon and to plan with great foresight. I charge forward on my projects that require more of me than usual. I do this effortlessly. Mm. So because we've got Mars coming up over the horizon. Right. right. And, so and Mars is still in the first house. Jupiter's still in the ninth. Um, where they both rule. And then yeah. Mars coming up on the ascendant is kind of becoming and being energetic with how we want the world or maybe even our coworkers to see us. Or our environment. Mm -hmm. It's it's really coworkers is the marketplace. The, yeah. <laughs> um wherever you wherever you show up, wherever you take literally wherever you take your body, you know, in that time says, um, I'm I've got power, I've got force. You know, and and again, there I was mentioning that Mars being in Aries just coming up over the horizon is, you know, assertive and aggressive. Right. So the the difference between these is a feeling. So if we can put, you know, um, when we can tie an emotion to it, where we can feel like we know that we're being too assertive or aggressive, where where, where is too much assertion pull into aggressiveness? Right. right. I also There's like a the, feeling there when you when you're doing it because you're standing up and fighting for something. That's that emotion. You can do it with ease, but just to be um, in contrary to to someone. Right. Because I like I yeah. like your use of the word foresight. Like it it sounds like the energy that Mars is going to be bringing is going to be sustainable mm -hmm. and um and very structured. You know, yeah. in knowing how, you know, I need to reserve some of this energy, but I need to use it to get to the next step. Right. And having, having benchmarks, right. Because there's a plan, you know, I can see this, you know, foresight. I see this in advance. Right. Yeah. So a lot great of, talismans. yeah, yeah, great. I made some great ones this past week. Uh, they're almost up on the website. Um, remember, I'm not, I didn't feel like doing too much work yesterday. <laughs> um, well, our heat went out. Oh my gosh, that's another whole story. 
Um, anyway, that's our talisman times. Right. And let's quickly talk about on the horizon. So again, um, for anyone who's kind of new to our podcast or just popping in, we have a free Facebook live event that you don't want to miss. It's happening this Saturday, January 26th, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And this is where Sandy and Susan Goodell, who's another astrologer, come together giving you all of the dates that you need to have in your calendar. Have your calendars ready. Um, We do have a few of our calendars left on our website if you want to check that out. Um, There is one seat left for the in-person workshop. That is it. Um, So definitely we would love to see you there. And really it's just so easy. It's Facebook Live. All you have to do is pop in and grab your coffee and it gets recorded. But we we would love to see you live because we're going to be doing some giveaways. So if you go to our website and you can register. I don't know we're doing giveaways. We're doing some giveaways. Okay, boss lady. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Gifts for everyone, says (laughs) Mrs. Jupiter. Um... Then we also have our Solar Powered Year webinar, and this is happening January 27th and 28th. So that's- Either this, or. Right. This this coming Sunday or Monday. And it is a very awesome web, webinar that we're so excited about um, because this is about your upcoming year and where are these dates so specifically for you. And Sandy- gives gives you the whole layout. Everyone has these, you know, dates, but they're going to happen differently for you. So which ones do you want to be prepared for? You know, how do you want your sun to shine? This is going to be a solar powered year. We're going to be taking, you know, notes about our vitality, where, how are we feeling? What's our personality, you know, coming through? And so don't miss that. That is... Right. And let me just clarify that it's the sun that transits in one year time hits all of your personal natal natal planets. And I'm also doing ascendant. And so there's specific dates because the sun is the one planet that we can say where it is every single day of the year. Mm -hmm. So these 66 dates that I supply you with in advance and then we kind of review them during the webinar. You don't have to even join the webinar if you don't want. You still get all the data. Um, But there's a little worksheet that we created in there. Um, that's going to be fun to use in addition to your calendar uh, to use these this worksheet throughout the year. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, and we actually had to postpone that. That should have already been... Correct. Completed. So we do have some more spaces. Of course. Um, open. Yep. And you can head to our website um, and... Under events, you'll know, you'll see the dates for January 27th, 28th. So also I wanted to talk about the Constellation Bracelet Workshop that's um, starting in March. Yes, first week in March. It's something that um, we're on number nine um, with our current group right now. And it's it's moving so fast. We do 12 Zoom calls that are at least an hour in in (laughs) length. I say an hour, but... I lie every time. What the Constellation Bracelet Workshop is, is you are in, with within those 12, or well, sorry. Yeah, the 12 Zoom webinar meetups, you are creating a talisman, a, a bracelet for yourself. So every single time we meet, you're putting an affirmation in, uh, in accordance with what's going on in your astrological chart. 
and all of your affirmations then come together just as if, you know, we're looking at the splay of stars in the constellations, we're connecting the dots and we're seeing by the end of this, a larger constellation of what your talisman means. And it's, it's almost kind of gone through the journey with you. Right. So that I'm, I'm making the beads through each one of these 12 calls. While you're on the call, you're setting the affirmation. We go into a little meditation and then you say the affirmation while I roll the beads. But then at the end of this, you know, you get this 12 bead bracelet that holds this time, this quarter, so to speak, this, these 12 weeks. Uh, well, I say 12 weeks, it's really 12 calls. Sometimes we have two a week, sometimes we have three a week, and sometimes there might be, go one or two weeks where we don't have a call at all. And so we're doing our, the spring, um, the spring equinox constellation uh, starts, I think, March 7th or 8th. It's the 7th, I'm pretty sure. Um, so definitely sign, get on to our website. Yeah, it's a small group. I only take eight, eight people. It's a small group. So sign up because they do, they sell out. That they do. Um, also, we have coming up in April is our annual Bali retreat. It is open for enrollment and you can sign up for a free reading with Sandy to, you know, just over 15 minutes, just discuss, you know, any questions you have. But she also looks at your astrological chart to see if this is a great option for you. So that's always really fun to look I talked at. talked to somebody today. And... What we have is we have a an early bird special and deposits need to be in by February 1st. So that's a deadline oh. coming up soon. If you want to get in and get signed up and registered, definitely put in those deposits or you know make sure that you have your reading scheduled soon so that we can get you in for the early bird pricing. Yes, I didn't realize it. It's coming fast. It is coming up fast. So... That's pretty much it for On the Horizon. And finally, we're going to chat about our house, which I mean, we're, it's we're a starting, cold house. Well, we're in Mexico. We're on our way home. We um, A snowstorm's coming into the Midwest. Uh, so flights are delayed. We get it. Uh, we have to be carted in a van out to the Oh, yeah, that tarmac. was so strange. We all walked so many, outside. There, there were so many planes. They didn't have... Uh, gateways to get to the plane. They were carting us in buses. Right. And many, many airplanes were doing that. Which was kind of like yeah. a, a, I don't know if I'm making this word up, but it was like a jumbulation. It, it, everything was just so jumbled that, you know, all you A-listers, because I'm know, not an A-lister anymore. Me, I am. With Southwest, boohoo. I became a C, a C walker honor. <laughs> because anybody that got on the bus first was the last ones to get off. Right. So I was <laughs> I was in the B or C group. And so I was getting in on one of the buses and I was so excited because, oh man, I got a seat. This was so perfect. And we finally get to the airplane and I'm now the last one on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness so, for your mother. <laughs> yes. Um, it always pays to have somebody already on the flight just saving you a spot. Well, you did that for me last year. Mm -hmm. So once we were on the plane and uh, we weren't going, we, we were going nowhere fast. They're, they kept going over the intercom system, asking for this Maryland woman. Um, then 
nobody was raising their hand or pushing their buttons. So they decided to write it really big on a sheet of paper and just start showing everyone in the aisles because a lot of people had their headphones on and weren't really paying attention. And so they couldn't find that person. So finally they get on the intercom again asking for this woman and saying, if there is someone next to you that is sleeping or has their headphones on or anyone sitting next to you anyway, tap them and ask them if their name is (laughs) Marilyn, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So... We couldn't even believe it. It was... We were all laughing. It's now an hour and a half later. Yes. It took forever for them to find just one person on this flight. They never found her. And they never found her. So what happened was she must have checked in, got her bags checked and everything, and her luggage made it onto the the airplane, but she didn't. So then they needed to go... She probably just had one too many shots of tequila. I don't know. Let's be honest. (laughs) Come on. I might have, and I still made it. (laughs) (laughs) So they had to go in the undercarriage of the plane in order to find her luggage, which took another 30, 45 minutes. Then we finally find it. Well, we, (laughs) like I was down there. (laughs) They finally found it and announced it to the whole, you know, airplane. Airplane. And then someone right behind me goes... Just burn it. Because at this point we were we were we were there for so long. No, the plane's not on. We're in the we're in the in the Mexico sun. I'm sure it's everyone's looking up Facebook being like, yeah. who is Marilyn? Blah blah blah. We need to find her. <laughs> I didn't even think that. So um so yeah, that that was one of our Well then we get trials. going. We get going, we're all good. We 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 land in Chicago, we're going through customs, no problem. We're waiting for our bag and then we're waiting for our bag and then we're waiting we're for We're still our waiting bag. for the bag. And finally there is another announcement <clears throat> letting us know that well, actually like two pieces of luggage came out. Yeah. And none of it was our seven pieces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden, you know, we're looking around, everyone's starting to get very annoyed at this point. And they announced that the the conveyor belt was broken and that there was no way for them to get the luggage up to the carousel. And so that one yeah, took right. that one took uh-huh. a decent amount of time. Well, they had to get a engineer in. I'm right. like, I hope you have one on staff. Is <laughs> that maybe sleeping somewhere in this building? I think he was sleeping somewhere because it took us <laughs> at least an hour, over an hour to get through. Um, get through. Had a problem with our driver picking us up. He doesn't really speak. Because out of the, out of the blue, our, he's been waiting our, for us for a long normal, period of time yes, now. And our normal driver um, let me know that he got another call. He wasn't able to make it, but you know, since we're prepaid and everything, he sent someone else, mm-hmm. and so he gave me his contact information. I figured this was going to be a very easy transition. Um, however, I was grossly <laughs> wrong. Um, just because this guy had been waiting for us for so long, mm-hmm. he was getting snippy with me, <laughs> and and I would have too. And he would, but, we're, but he we're was also snippy. from a limo we're, service. We're getting snippy with anybody. He was right he was from a limo service, but he also had a little Uber sign uh-huh. in his drive in his like you know windshield. And so when he came up and pulled up to pick me up in the taxi stand lane, 
everyone had a rip roaring time just telling him to get the heck out of the way. Go over to the Uber station. Right, which was, I don't know. Far. Um, 70 yards with all of my luggage, not gonna happen. So anyway, I use my my little girl muscles and I just yell at, every, at everyone and I start getting my bags packed in the back. Um, and finally, you know, you came out because I didn't want you in the cold. Well, no, it remember was too I'm cold in, out. Remember, oh, I don't you, have- You had flip-flops on. I had sandals, no socks. And we are coming back to a winter storm. And it's snow slush out there. And I have no coat. No coat, so no nothing. Alex is like mentioning, motioning, okay, mom, we're over here this way. Run, run. And I'm going through like- <laughs> Run, psh- run, because there's psh- psh- other taxis that are trying to almost like- play bumper cars with this, what they think is an Uber driver, but he's actually a limo service guy. It was, and then they're yelling at him and being mean, which he then was being mean to me, which is another thing. But, um, so then finally get into the limo from there. It's, you know, it's almost like the light at the end of the tunnel. I had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) We hadn't eaten lunch. It's now... 10 o'clock at night, we hadn't eaten dinner. So what, huh? We we saw a light at the end of the tunnel when we were pulling into the house. Uh Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden the garage door goes up and I I got the luggage. I my sandals, remember. And it's like, I'm tiptoeing through the water (laughs) slush, snow. And then you go to the door and it's locked. The door is bolted, locked shut, and I'm locked out. Can't go to the bathroom. And we don't have the right key. And we... Are like locked out of our house. Call the neighbor. She has a key up oh, there in Wisconsin. Okay, great. Alex, you're trying to b- bust in the front windows. You can't bust in the windows at our house. Don't worry, anybody. <laughs> can't do it. She tried. Um, it was absolutely comes back crazy. in, and we're like, hurry and put the garage door down. This is all the heat that we have. We found a blanket <laughs> over in a. Fo- it was folded up on a nice little. Um, and we wait and we're trying to call, get a hold of our good friend, Jim, who has a key and he's not answering. His boyfriend's not answering. I'm just like, oh my God. And so here I start ordering in a pizza. He orders in a pizza to the garage. To the garage. Because <laughs> we're not really sure where we're going to go at this point. Um, we don't have keys to the car, but nope. we notice the back inside the car in the trunk of our van is all of our Christmas decorations. Which we didn't take down. Which, how did they... We had a Christmas elf. Magically show up in boxes in the back <laughs> of our trunk when we obviously left Christmas in full Christmas gear. So... Then well, I real, then I remember, oh my God, remember you, today? From duty free, you, you bought some <laughs> said, tequila. Remember when we were drinking tequila with all of the girls from the retreat? We were all taking, you know, two bottles of handmade tequila, mm-hmm. handmade only in Mexico. And we're all tasting all the sampling all these different tequilas. And at some point we're like, oh my God, I'm getting so hot. I got to take off this sweater, take off that scarf. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Alex, tequila makes you hot. So we're in this freezing cold garage. Let's cool garage. That sounds even Mexican right there. Um, <laughs> but let's, and the box of tequila bottle that I bought had two shot glasses that were like a free gift. And so we busted open this box and we're pouring tequila shots, waiting for our pizza to be delivered to get into our house. We were finally saved. 
And <laughs> the good side of that story is we got next to the fireplace, finished the te- finished more tequila, ate the pizza with our two friends who had taken down our Christmas decorations as a surprise and as, then dead bolted. As but <laughs> but I had no Christmas to look at. It was so beautiful. He put all new flowers and new candles and new so runners perfect. and cleaned that. And it made me feel like I'm finally home, but it took and it was it worth took a long all time. of it. Yeah, it was worth all yeah. of the stress and tribulations. But it was that was a that was our entry back from Mexico, and that was the day that this Jupiter squared Neptune, meaning you know Neptune, we don't get a a, a, a tangible result. You know, it was just we just kept going. We just kept going. We we never we never felt like we needed to was find this the suitcase underneath the. You know. So anyway, <laughs> we it need was to find just this, this person that disappeared and dissolved. <laughs> but certainly, it was nice to get in bed that night. But right. Anyway. So yeah, that was that was our that was our fun reentry reentry into the U.S. But um, I think that is all for yeah our episode tonight. And of course, we want to hear from you guys. Are you noticing any anything happening with this Jupiter and Neptune or, you know, are we just crazy? <laughs> well, and then tell me about the Mars trying Jupiter. Like, what are you using that energy for? Right. So reach out to us, of course, on Instagram. That's at symbol intention underscore beads as well as email us info at intentionbeads.com or um, contact us on the website and that's intentionbeads.com. So we love you guys. We want to hear from you. Let us know what your plans yeah, are. Yeah, come on. We want to hear. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>